Hey there, it's Jim Stengel, host of the CMO Podcast. We're all marketers here, so let's be real for a sec. We all know that your website shouldn't be a static asset. It should be a dynamic part of your strategy to build your brand and drive conversions. That's Marketing 101. But 54% of marketing leaders say web updates take too long. That's over half of you listening right now. And that's where Webflow comes in. Their visual-first platform allows you to build, launch, and optimize web pages fast. That means you can set ambitious marketing goals and your site can rise to that challenge. Learn why teams like Dropbox, IDEO, and Orange Theory all trust Webflow to achieve their most ambitious goals today at webflow.com. Want to drive greater success in social commerce? With Deloitte's latest creator economy research, you can. After surveying over 500 creators and 500 brands, our insights are helping CMOs and marketing teams harness the power of content creators. And not only that, but how to do it well. See for yourself by visiting cmo.deloitte.com today. This episode of the CMO Podcast is part of our Leadership During Crisis series. For these short episodes, I am inviting back previous guests see how they are leading during the pandemic, how they are addressing new challenges, and how they are providing for their consumers, their employees, and the public during these unprecedented times. Today, my guest on Leadership During Crisis is Michelle Peluso, the SVP of Digital Sales at IBM and their Chief Marketing Officer. Today, Michelle talks about all of the things IBM is doing to try to help during this crisis, and she talks about how she's keeping her mental health strong through her kids and a new set of kittens. This is my conversation with Michelle. Michelle, welcome back to the CMO podcast in this special recording in the middle of the coronavirus crisis. And I just want to say, I was on your website looking at all of the things you're doing, and it just is mind-blowing. So I want to start with where are you as a leader at IBM focused right now because your company is involved in so many things to help people right now. Well, thank you, Jim. It's great to be back always. It's always good to talk to you. And look, this is a really uh, dynamic time for all of us in marketing and, and for the world at large, characterized, I think, by, of course, empathy, um, adaptation, and action. And I would say the most important things that I've been thinking about really five core areas The first is, how do we make sure our people are safe and healthy and productive? And we've had, you know, we have over 350,000 people that have had to convert to working virtually, although not all of them. Many of our people run the world's mission-critical systems. And so caring for our people, their physical and their mental well-being has been job number one for all of us in the senior team at IBM. Um, And we've been doing lots of things to stay connected. Thankfully, on the marketing side, you know my passion for Agile. So our team is well prepared in this moment. Uh, We've been using these tools for a long time. We work on Mural and Trello and and Slack. So um, our team has responded well, but we've been doing a lot of extra things, daily um, check-ins, exercise classes, you know, sort of fun videos, virtual coffee hours and, and happy hours, things to make sure we stay resilient as a team. Second thing is we've been really thinking about what our clients need in this moment. And there's a lot of data to suggest that our clients are fast pivoting how they think about the here and now, but also how they think about the reset after. 
So uh, we've coined them the big seven for us, but seven areas that um, we've pivoted our own offerings and our own go-to-market strategy around things like creating more resilient supply chains, things like accelerating the journey to cloud, uh, things like how you empower call center agents to work virtually using AI. These are things that matter now more than ever as our clients prioritize you know, responding to the crisis, keeping their businesses running, but also with an eye towards how, how, do, how does the world change? How do they reset? The third big area for us, of course, is the brand. And, you know, I remember watching, I wasn't at IBM, but during 2008, 2009, the financial crisis, IBM brand really stood up. That's when we launched Smarter Planet. And when others got quiet, we got loud. And I think this is a moment in time. Matter of fact, I was just looking at some third-party research suggesting that um, the brand, IBM brand itself, but but other, you know, companies want to hear from technology companies. And there's uh, there's sort of real favorability in thinking about how do these companies help businesses restart and move forward. So the brand, uh, and we've launched some new advertising, we've launched some new capability. We're excited about. Fourth thing is demand generation. Um, we've got to remake how we do, you know, how we generate pipeline. Um, we were on May 5th to 7th going to host our biggest ever physical event with Think. We're now going to do that digitally. And I'm incredibly proud of the team and how fast they have rallied to turn Think into the most extraordinary digital experience. So, um, you know, it's going to end up being significantly larger than what the in-person event would have been. And the in-person event is was slated to be larger than anything we've done before. So look, there is a lot of innovation happening, a lot of creativity and a little bit of holding our breath and crossing our fingers. So, you know, the team has um, been incredible in terms of how they've remade. Now we throw 5,000 plus events a year. So you can imagine how much the team has had to remake how we engage with our clients in a virtual way. And the last thing, of course, is what do we do for society? The IBM brand has always been about making the world stronger era after era. And so we very quickly launched a series of things that we thought could help with the solution, the cure, and, and kind of the state we're in, whether that's supercomputing power and making sure that scientists have the most, you know, the best access through this consortium to supercomputing power to find targets faster, um, whether that's some of the work we've done with clinical trial capability, whether that's our weather.com uh, asset where we can show you uh, real-time access to county-by-county county COVID cases. These are all things that, uh, examples of ways that we're trying to step up. And we're, we're big partners of Together at Home, which is the big event going live with Lady Gaga on Can't Saturday. Exactly. Um, that we're super excited about to, to partner with, with uh, Lady Gaga and Global Citizen and the WHO and make sure that first responders have what they need. I was on the Weather Channel platform last night looking at where my daughter lives, where I grew mm. up, where I'm living now, and just checking cases, trends, you know, and just looking at all of the, it was, it was, it was very helpful because more information now is so critical. Well, you can make better decisions, right? Yeah, we can all make better right. decisions. And so that was an, uh, an incredible thing the team did really quickly. And I think it's been a, a great asset for all of us citizens. But we're also giving governments access to free chatbots, AI chatbots, because they're so overwhelmed by you know, people who have questions and concerns. And so these are all ways that the that IBM is is trying to make sure that we put our best forward to help the world find a cure. And of course, to help us all reset after this. 
Yeah. Now, when we had our first podcast, it was different times, but you spoke mm -hmm. so passionately about moving IBM marketing to agile working. Yeah. And now you've been into that and you just mentioned that set you up to help deal with this crisis better. I'd like you to go into that in a little more depth for our listeners. Sure. You know, what is it about agile working specifically that has helped you and your team pivot and cope and reboot so quickly as this crisis yeah. came upon us? I think a few things, right? First of all, agile teams are really good at prioritization. They're really good at thinking about the outcomes they have to drive and every day prioritizing what matters. That is very, very valuable right now. Um, you know, if you have teams that are sitting in silos, the creative team, the data team, the product marketing team, it's very hard to pivot quickly. Agile teams, that's the reason the word's agile, have an incredible ability to prioritize against the outcomes they're going to drive and move quickly um, to, to align work to what the priorities are. So I think that has been incredibly valuable. Um, the second thing is agile teams know how to use collaborative tools. Um, they are used to, they don't do PowerPoints and emails and Excel, right? They work in real-time dashboards. They use Trello, they use Slack, they use Mural. So they're used to using technology tools to enhance collaboration. That's really valuable right now. But the third thing I think is agile teams have a very strong sense of unity. They, 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 they literally work, you know, almost all day together. And so, you know, that sense of community and that sense of shared purpose is also really important right now because I've seen countless examples of agile marketers in IBM say, you know what, there's eight of us on this agile squad or there's 10 of us on this agile squad. One person has it worse than the rest of us. So how are we going to pitch in, help out? How are we going to reshape ours? Because three or four of us have little kids that we're also trying to get through school during the day. I've seen just an incredible amount of, of empathy and compassion that comes from that shared understanding of an Agile team. So, um, you know, I've said this so many times, but it never been more true. Agile, of course, is rituals. Agile, of course, is definition of work. Agile, of course, is tools and approach. Mostly, though, Agile is values. And I think more than anything else, you you can judge a team and their agile ability based on values even more than you can based on rituals. So I think this is what is serving some of some of the most agile teams well right now. No doubt it's a hard time for everybody. So I don't want to mm. underestimate the impact um, uh, by any stretch, but I'm awfully proud of the IBM marketers. I, none of us would have foreseen this, but they've really risen to the challenge. Let me speak for a moment about you as a leader, Michelle. You know, what's one non-obvious change in your life now versus before the crisis? I mean, we're all working <laughs> with our families and, yeah, you know, yeah. and, 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 and working remote, but what's the non-obvious change? That's a great question. Um, you know, I think, um, I think all of us are just putting our humanity on our sleeves a little bit more and our vulnerability on our sleeves a little bit more. And there's something really beautiful in that. I mean, whether it's, you know, there are moments when my kids, I have young kids, as you know, and they're they're coming into the room and I'm on like a really important, I was on a Nike board meeting yesterday and, you know, the kids are kind of trying to pop into the room and I'm, you know, trying to push them away. I hope they were wearing Nikes. Of course they were. Yeah. Of course they were. <laughs> um, 
And uh, I could hear them whispering to each other, is that Tim Cook? You know, so, <laughs> um, but, um, but, you know, we've, we've had, uh, I was filming a video for our marketers. We've been doing these kind of daily videos and, and um, the kids were really intrigued and actually it's a long story, but we, we have a, a puppet, Dewey, believe it or not, that um, is one of our agile coaches and Dewey can do things and say things that the rest of us can't. So he's been amazing at helping kind of uh, teams, agile teams. Anyway, the kids were, I was doing this interview with Dewey and the kids saw it and couldn't understand what was going on, thought the whole thing was ridiculous. And so at the end, I, you know, I said, I asked Dewey to TikTok because our house is full of TikToking lately. And Dewey did a great version of Renegade. And then the kids jumped into the background and did this great version of their. And so anyway, the video got packaged together for IBM marketers. And, and you see my kids making these cameo Renegade, you know, TikTok moves in the middle of it all. So I think there's something about, um, I've always been wearing my heart on my sleeve about, you know, my family and the things that matter to me. But I think now more than ever, we're all willing to be more vulnerable, more human, um, show each other sides of ourselves that we hadn't seen before. And um, I think there's something really beautiful in that. There's something um, inspiring and uplifting. And I think even when we are back to whatever the new normal is, I think there'll be a, you know, just a, a wealth of warmth and humanity that, that stays because of this time we've shared together. Yeah, I agree. Is there a habit or a practice or a ritual that you'll think you'll carry forward from this time when yes. we return to normal? What would that yes. be? 30 minute meetings are always now 20 minutes. Our meetings are always 45 minutes. So I, I've always been a big fan. You know this. I'm yep. at 15 minutes. I think we can get done almost anything we need, but I have been, because I literally will sit in this chair for like 12 hours a day and I'm going stir crazy. I'm in active person and sitting still by myself all day, you know, on video drives me insane. Um, so we have moved to 100% of our meetings. If there are normally 30 minutes, they're 20. Um, and if they're normally an hour, they're 45 or 50, just so that each of us can get up, get a glass of water, make sure the child is doing their school, you know, at the right is on the right zoom link, mm-hmm. um, check in with our spouse. In my case, my spouse is doing a lot of the, most of the heavy lifting of home right now. And so, um, this has been, it, it's a small thing, but it's a sort of blow for freedom in, in this, you know, um, for all of us. And, and, you know, the reality is if you know you have 20 minutes, um, you, get it done. you're smarter about what you have to cover. And the other thing is if we don't cover it all off, I'm like, great, we'll get 15 tomorrow. Let's make right. progress on these three things. And when we come back tomorrow, let's, you know, close it out. Yeah. So I think it's forcing discipline. The other thing I would say is I think we're accelerating decisions and that that often happens in a crisis where you've got to pivot, you've got to be agile, you have to. So there's a sense of, okay, let's debate. Now you got this go or I got this, I'm going to go. And um, uh, collaboration is always really critical, but I do think that we're trying harder to drive faster to decisions and to execution because we have to. And, you know, we don't have as much time for let's, you know, endlessly examine this problem and debate the possibilities. And, you know, it's more like, okay, we think this is the right thing. Let's go. We'll make it better tomorrow. I remember we launched some of our web pages, you know, on on these new offerings on the things we're doing for society. And they weren't great, um, but we had a choice. 
get it out there immediately and then make it better tomorrow, make it better the next day. You know, we've got all the tools in the world to optimize and improve. And the first night I got emails from a bunch of people, hey, I don't, this isn't, this is, I said, I know about that. Like, but why don't we stop and celebrate that the team got it up within X hours? That's amazing in our, you know, in our culture. And now tomorrow it's going to be better. Check back at noon, check back again at five, check back the following morning. It's just going to get better. So I think we're pushing ourselves harder on that entrepreneurial mindset. We've all been there. You spend millions of dollars each year driving traffic to your company's website, and then the results come in and they're just not what you hoped. On top of that, 81% of marketing leaders say website ownership is a challenge. So what do you do? Well, you switch to Webflow. Let me tell you why. Webflow's visual-first platform empowers your team to own your company's most valuable dynamic marketing asset, your website. From launching a new site to optimizing for SEO and conversions, Webflow gives you the tools you need to drive business growth fast. Unlock your website's full potential when you build, manage, and host with Webflow. Get started today at webflow.com. Is there anything about your marketing or you as a leader or your team as leaders that you found during this time to be more important than you thought? Or is there anything that you found to be less important than you thought? Oh, sure. I mean, there's tons of things that are less important. So, you know, I think you... um, uh, you cut to the chase pretty quickly on things now, right? I mean, there's, frankly, there's, and this is stuff we know, um, but for all of us that are big companies, you know, we produce reams of content that don't really get consumed. We, um, you know, we, we there, there's a long tail of stuff that is not nearly as productive as, you know, a, as other things. And I think this moment is forcing us to really reconcile, you know, with that and to make different decisions. So that would be that would be one thing I would say. Um, on the positive side, I've really been impressed, and I, I mentioned this about the agile teams, but I'm seeing leaders really step up in new ways as well. You know, and I've talked about this before with you. I went when we went through 9/11, that sort of crisis of being down by the towers and losing, you know, the, uh, our offices, and and then not uh, our business model, you know, collapsing and having to be redone. I just remember that. Those hard times, those crisis moments, that's when real leadership emerges. And I'm seeing that, you know, in, in uh, many people in, in IBM and on my team and, and in the world, right? So um, that's inspiring, I think, for all of us to sit back and say, you know, in a crisis, what does leadership look like? What does great leadership look like? And how do we take some of those lessons back in our day jobs? Beautiful. You're you're sitting at IBM, which has a window into so much in the world. And I know this is speculation because we're early in this crisis, really. But what consumer habits, what enterprise habits do you think are going to change coming out of this? And what do you think will change in how we work that is more sustained? Yeah. On the enterprise side, I think the digitization, you know, journey we've been on will radically accelerate I think this crisis laid bare um, where it where we haven't done enough work, and I think the ones who were leading have done better. Um, and when I say digitization, I don't just mean the front end. Do you have a good mobile app, or do you have a good? I mean from the inside out. So, can you, if you must, have twenty thousand workers work remotely with AI and chatbots to service three x the volume of customers than you had the week before? 
Um, can you, if you must, really understand your supply chain and be able to understand the, the breaking points, the resilience points from the raw materials all the way through to where things get delivered? Can you reroute? Can you be agile? Can you adapt? Um, can you, if you must, uh, you know, um, adapt consumer facing applications, you know, at the speed of insight? Um, or do you have so many legacy systems and legacy sources of data that you can't do it? Um, can you, if you must have workers work remotely for prolonged periods of time and how, how good is your team at doing that? Um, so I think there's going to be a, an even more profound and radical push towards, um, uh, towards digital transformation. So that would be the first thing. And I think that will have, you know, several ingredients, right? Supply chain resiliency, call center adaptation, virtual working, um, I, I think there'll be an accelerated race to the cloud. I think that uh, that will happen, modernizing applications at a much faster pace, going to, uh, you know, to containers and microservices that you really can access data wherever it resides. Um, those are some examples, but I think cybersecurity is probably another great one. Um, this laid bare a lot of new cybersecurity challenges. So those are some areas that I think will fall under the rubric of much more radical digital transformation. Um, I think the second thing, you know, that, that, um, consumer, I think this, you know, this is going to take a while for consumers to gain confidence. Um, and I think the return of our economy in some ways won't be a return. It'll be a reset. And, you know, we will, uh, nobody can predict the future, but we'll gradually, we'll get there in steps, not in leaps. Um, and, uh, we're all going to have to be very adaptive, um, you know, return to work, as you know, is going to require masks and social distancing and really different ways of doing things. And so um, I think that's all in the cards for us um, uh, as we wait for vaccines and, and other things, which are still a ways off. So, you know, I, I think we'll see all of that. I hope, the one thing I hope, and I, um, I worry about the most probably, but I hope um, Unfortunately, this crisis is also hurting small and medium businesses the most. And what I hope is that we figure out a way to emerge to get those businesses back on their feet, because I don't think we want to live in a world where the largest corporations become larger. Um, and I say that even as a large corporation, but I think it's going to be that's that's probably the thing I worry about and think about the most. How do we make sure that you know, plenty of big firms can withstand this and will pivot and will figure it out and or maybe even benefited from, you know, just the consolidation that happened in the past few weeks. Um, I, I worry most about sort of small and medium businesses. As you look at the last month, would you have done anything differently as a leader or do you feel it's gone reasonably well? Sure. Uh, I always look at the last month and think there's things I would do differently <laughs> as a leader. I look at the last 24 hours and think there are things I would do differently. Um, you know, I think what's so striking um, is our worst fear, our worst case scenarios became our, our sort of most optimistic projections the following day or, you know, within days. And um, so I'm certainly proud of IBM. We, we shut off as we do all sorts of things ahead of, you know, the kind of government's ruling and the like. But um, I think we'll look back, I'll look back and think about were there even earlier warning signs? Could we have moved even faster on some of these things, right? Could we have, um, uh, could we have done more to, to you know, um, 
yeah, to, to move faster on some of this stuff. So I, I think that's one thing I'll, I'll probably think about a lot once we're through the crisis of the day. Um, uh, second thing I think is, you know, it's, um, I think we actually did get in our stride pretty quickly here, but I'm, I, I am, you know, we, we, the mental well-being of people is something that's top of mind for me too. And, you know, I think we started out of the gate with the, okay, here's all the work and here's what we're going to do. And, and we did a lot with like, you know, videos and town halls and communications and the like, but, um, we've introduced a lot lately in terms of sort of mental well-being, And I, I think we should have done that. I should have done that faster. Um, but so, yeah, so there's, there's lots of things I think we could, uh, could improve, should have improved. I should have done better faster. Um, but all in, you know, being however many weeks are we into the, we are into this, you know, I go back to the five things we started with, you know, the team in general versus a lot of other teams in the world is doing, is doing remarkably well, thanks to their own resilience and, and skills. I think we've pivoted pretty quickly to clients. Um, I think we've made our brand stand pretty strong with our new advertising and our new positioning, um, you know, to get creative and new ads out within the span of 21 days well, even 14 days when you don't have talent or recording studios or, you know, any of those things is, is quite interesting. And then I think, you know, we've, we've, uh, we'll see how think goes. Everybody should come May 5th and 6th. Um, That's my birthday. I should, right. I should join. All right. You should, you should, it could be, we'll sing happy birthday to you. How about that? Thank I you. promise. Very good. You, you let me know you, you're Michelle. coming and we'll sing from the digital stage. Let's coordinate that <laughs> off, off camera. Yeah, very well. So is, can you point to one single thing? You're th- you have thousands of people in your remit at IBM Marketing. What's the single thing that you are most proud of from your organization over the last month? Resilience, innovation, humanity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, For sure. Well, we should never make an ad again that takes more than 14 days to do, right? I know. And that doesn't cost much either, by the way. <laughs> but, and I think the quality of advertising, because I'm like many people, I'm watching more news. Yeah. And I'm watching other things. I think it's better. Yeah. It's We're more generous. That. It's more natural. Mm. It's, it's more, because I think our conditions were so constrained. People have been extra creative. It's a very good thought. It's a very good thought. So, you know, that's, that's why I go back to, you know, this isn't going to be, it's not going to be a restart. It's going to be a reset. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Final question. What are you doing to keep your mental health high and your vitality high? Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. So first of all, kids help a lot, right? So (laughs) kids help a lot and, and um, there's always a lot of humor, but in the really random category, we now have foster kittens and a feral cat living with us over this period of time. So you just can't stay stressed when you have, you know, three wow. little three and four week old kittens uh, kind of purring and crawling around. So I'm very impressed. The poor local humane society was, you know, they're, they're obviously like everybody going through a tough time. So we, we are fostering kittens and we've never done it before. Um, we're animal lovers as a family, but it is, it is truly the cutest thing in the world. So, um, for these sort of 12, 13, 14 hour days, when I'm sitting in this chair on screens about to go crazy, having kittens kind of, you have a kitten you know, show nearby help. <laughs> <laughs> it helps a lot. Kids and kittens and a fabulous husband. That's a good note to end on. Good. Michelle, this has been so generous of you to be with us and it's great to see you doing so well. And thank you for what you're doing at IBM on so many levels for so many people. It's very inspiring. Always good to see you, Jim. Take care. See Thanks, you soon, Michelle. I hope. Bye. Okay. That was my conversation with Michelle Peluso. What I loved about this one was 
how she has taken her entire marketing team years ago into agile working systems and how that has prepared them so well to pivot quickly and help people, help customers, help their employees during this pandemic. That's it for this episode of our Leadership During Crisis series. We hope you enjoyed this follow-up episode and found value and insight into how these leaders and brands are operating during this pandemic. If you found this episode interesting or helpful, I would be so grateful if you shared it with your friends and if you gave the show a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Subscribe to the show and get notified every time we publish a new episode. The CMO Podcast is a gallery media group original production.